Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast, a place where each trading day, that's every weekday that the market is open, you can get at least a handful of trading ideas to start your day. We do have a written piece of content that goes out for the Daily Stocks to Watch, and that comes that is published around 9 a.m., the podcast, usually around 9.30 or 10 a.m., Each day around that time, you can get a handful of ideas. Maybe there just was a news item we want to get on your radar. Maybe there's an upcoming news item we want to get on your radar. Maybe we're seeing some uh, technical significance in a stock that we want to highlight to you. Maybe we're seeing some chatter around a stock in some of our communities, and we want to get some of that idea on your radar. Today is Thursday. February 2nd, 2023. Let's bring in Mike. How's your how's your day? How's your week going, Mike? Going good. Going good. We missed you, Brenty. It's good that you're feeling a little bit better uh, back Thanks. on the saddle. Good to have you back. Uh, the days, you guys too. It's, it's been like three really nice sunny days in a row. So that's nice. awesome. <laughs> nice. And it is Groundhog's Day. Punk's Tony Phil did see his shadow. Mm-hmm. He popped out. Yes. He saw his shadow. Reports that he went up and sniffed some like paper or something, and then he ran back into the hole. So that means <coughs> what does that mean? Six more weeks of winter. I heard. That does that the, mean if he sniffs the paper? It means that uh, markets will be volatile for uh, for a month or something. Like then, <laughs> especially if he sniffs the paper. Six <laughs> is it? Is it six weeks longer of winter? Or six weeks less of winter? Is that is that what he signifies? I think it's like six weeks more if he sees his shadow. And then it's like, it's just going to be spring soon if he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil's accuracy rate is like below 50%. I would like to mention. I do like Punxsutawney Phil, but I don't know if he's the best predictor. I feel like we're going to have uh, early spring this year. That's call. How are you feeling about this, Mike? I- I'm calling it too. It's been uh, it's been temperate and sunny. Uh, I would love temperate. to have an early spring, and I, I love the tradition of Punxsutawney Phil is so bizarre and so like so uniquely American. It's just such a weird, awesome, uh, <laughs> such a bizarre thing, but so fun. <laughs> if if you're not American and you don't know what the hell we're talking about, look up Groundhogs Day. Oh, there he is on screen. <laughs> if, you, is. if you're on Twitter, there's the lovely Punxsutawney Phil. What a what a handsome what a handsome groundhog. I, I must say. Here he is live on our podcast. Look at that. <laughs> ah, he's just making an appearance. <laughs> if you're on if you're on the podcast listening on Spotify or Apple and you want to see Mike and I and now Punk's Tony Phil, you got to tune in on Twitter <laughs> around market open time, a little bit around market open time. We like to have you as a podcast listener, of course, but you know, maybe switch it up every once in a while. Join us on Twitter. It is like super live on Twitter, coming to you live. So it's kind of fun. You can you can like heckle us if you want. We don't care. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to get into a quick preview of our list, and then we're going to jump into each of these names a little bit more. We'll have you out the door, off to your trading in probably about 10, 11, 12 minutes or so. Our first stock to watch for the day is Metaplatform TA. Stock to watch number two is DraftKings DKNG. Number three is Match Group MTCH. Stock to watch number four is Penn National Gaming, P-E-N-N. And our last stock to watch for the day is one that we've kind of been monitoring. 
itself, the company itself, but also kind of the news surrounding it. It's Genius Group. It's GNS. Mike, what is going on with Meta? A ton of price action in Meta today. Big, especially considering their market cap. I mean, this is not, you know, if you imagine a 20% move in Apple or Amazon, and, you know, it's not quite that big, but this is pretty big. And we've seen Meta kind of getting beat up over the last six, eight months, even 10 months, a year. And could this be the beginning of a move back in the right direction for Meta? Who knows? But shares were up about 20% this morning following a better than expected quarterly sales and guidance Uh, which was in line with analyst estimates. Analysts at Morgan Stanley and Rosenblatt were both impressed. Uh, Morgan Stanley, quote, with a change in culture, as the meta management team talked extensively about being a more structurally efficient company. So Morgan Stanley's happy that they're, you know, cutting down waste. Um, Interesting from Rosenblatt, they also upgraded it to a buy and said, quote, that cost sales and macro improve for this reasonably, reasonably priced stock and set a $220 share price target. That's an additional big move. Is Rosenblatt going to be right? Is uh, Morgan Stanley's optimism, you know, is it, is it placed well? Well, KeyBank, also a little more analyst commentary, said that we believe MetaShares will experience near-term strength from positive revisions around expense cuts. And CEO Mark Zuckerberg's renewed focus on efficiency. While we're encouraged by the financial discipline, we're also cautious. So not everyone on the street is is piling in fully. Uh, That number one, returning to a mid-teens annual growth profile has challenges. And that the degree of organizational change could create disruptions. So we're seeing some mixed optimism uh, on the street for Meta, yeah. but again, yeah, a twenty percent move, maybe a little bit of profit taking down to eighteen point nine percent. But mm-hmm. this is a pretty serious development for a pretty serious company. Mike, I like how you are kind of positioning some of the commentary too. Like, is this sort of like an inflection moment for for formerly Facebook for Meta? I looked at uh, probably like five or six analyst notes following the Meta results, commenting on the results. Not all of them had like meaningful commentary, so that's why we didn't go over all five or six that we looked at. But the theme was absolutely on this focus on more efficiency and cost savings. Analysts loved that news. One other thing, too, is that they added like $40 billion to their buyback plan. That's like a huge, huge number. When shares start moving lower, management executives are going to have an option to buy back the stock and potentially create some kind of, you know, floor in the stock because of that buyback. Just something else to keep in mind here as you're looking at Meta, the results and the stock price action today. Stock to watch two DraftKings DKNG saw a bullish call by analysts at Oppenheimer this morning. Uh, those analysts focus on technicals these were some technicians at oppenheimer that were making the call and these technicians at oppenheimer noted that DraftKings moved over its 200 day moving average for the first time i think this was like a couple days ago for the first time since september of 2021 and the analysts were focused around like 14 dollars or so they saw some support around 14 dollars in this oppenheimer note the technicians noted that they could that there's a resistance level in DraftKings around the $21 level. So shares are trading around 
15 or $16 today, you know, that's still a good five, $6 more in potential upside. Um, according to these technicians at Oppenheimer. DraftKings as well. It's uh, something that I don't think we've, we haven't talked a ton about in the past few months, but it's definitely was kind of more all the rage, you know, maybe a year ago, eight months ago, and seems to be coming back in some ways in terms of talk on the street, traders talking about it again. Uh, And Hey, we got Penn national gaming on the list a little further down too. Right, right, right. Good call. Stock to watch number three is Match Group, ticker MTCH. And the share price fell 5% on Wednesday, yesterday, mid-earnings and sales miss. But uh, the company also gave first quarter guidance, which was weaker than expected, too. And this is a 5% for a miss and weaker guidance. You know, maybe that's not too bad for the company. Um, but some analyst commentary as well from Oppenheimer downgraded it to an equivalent of a hold from a buy and said, uh, (laughs) hold as we wait for Tinder stabilization (laughs) is their commentary. Um, And a note from Morgan Stanley saying that management's increased confidence in 2023 revenue and margin guidance should offset concerns around weaker Q4 Tinder net ads caused by pricing optimization. So they're they're a little optimistic. They're they're tempering tempering the pessimism. With January off to a strong start, First quarter guidance could prove conservative, yielding upside to 2023 numbers. So, you know, Morgan Stanley's not as pessimistic as Oppenheimer. That's it. <laughs> exactly. And and um, uh, Mike, when um, when we see analysts commenting like, you know, guidance, the outlook was conservative. This could be good for numbers. Do you like understand the like logic behind that? I don't think it's very obvious when, especially for for a retail investor, when a retail investor mm-hmm. hears like, "Oh, guidance is conservative," this could mean numbers go higher. Like, does that is that logic make sense to you? Could you go through that? that that's a great that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it so if a management group, if execs are giving guidance that is a little conservative, a little light, conservative meaning they're they're being prudent they they have an expectation and maybe they're just being prudent and they're going to give their outlook a little below where maybe they're feeling a company can do that a company can give the guidance however they want to give but the 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 consequence of that is if guidance is given and it's conservative it means that they could report better than the guidance that they gave and if if a management group gives guidance that's aggressive and you know they they give a piece of outlook and and the market responds and the market goes oh wow look at how good that guidance was the guidance was better than analysts were sitting at but then over a quarter or over a year as the results play out if it turns out that management was too aggressive on their outlook and then they report results for the fiscal year that was worse than that guidance the, the kind of whip action is going to happen where the stock will probably give back a lot of those gains that they initially gave when the first bit of guidance came out. And then the other aspect here is that analysts do their estimates based on man- management's guidance. Uh, that serves as a foundation, as a base level for an analyst, a research group. And then that team goes out and you know does their own research and maybe tweaks what the uh, company's guidance was a little bit to go a little bit higher or lower. If 
a company gives guidance that's a little conservative. And here's what Morgan Stanley was highlighting. It could mean that analysts are going to have to kind of like bump up their their uh, estimates as we go throughout the year. And analysts bringing their estimates higher is going to be generally a better thing for a shareholder. That's fascinating. That's the psychology behind it. And that, uh, yeah. that's 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 so interesting too of like you know i love i love it the way you phrased it of just management doesn't have to you know report their guidance a specific way that's that's sometimes i think yeah not necessarily being thought about i know that's a that's a really really good clarification there cool i'm glad i'm glad i asked you about it i'm glad i asked you about it i'm glad that's that's what four is great (laughs) those little those little nuggets right yeah yeah Stock to watch for, ladies and gentlemen, is Penn National Gaming, P-E-N-N. This is, uh, of, do I say of course? This is, of course, a play on online sports betting. I don't know. Maybe that's not, maybe that's not, you know, that of an of course thing. Maybe people see Penn National Gaming and they think about, you know, like regional gambling and like going to a casino. But with an acquisition that Penn has done, uh, over the last year that's going to be closing later in February. I think it's like February 17th of Barstool, Barstool Sport. Penn is like, you know, very deep in the online sports betting uh, game here now. Shares uh, down 4% profit today. Let's see what they're doing since market open. Uh, also down about 4% here still. Uh, company reported their quarterly results this morning, I think. Uh, analysts at Needham following the mixed quarterly results and guidance that was in line said that through its acquisition of Barstool, Penn has differentiated content-driven customer acquisition strategy. Um, and, and again, Penn is expected to close, like fully close its purchase of Barstool. I just looked up the date really quick. It is fe- February 17th. So in a few weeks here, that is going to be officially closed. Uh, Barstool is going to be totally under Penn National Gaming. And, you know, like Barstool, they like had a ton of sales last year. They had like record sales last year. So it doesn't seem like, you know, Barstool is is taking its foot off the gas anytime soon here. And Penn National Gaming is going to be the beneficiary of that. It's interesting, the, uh, the, the M&A environment for gambling and content is such a unique kind of field. I'd, I'd be interested to see what um, analysts make of, you know, maybe the first quarter after, after fully pulling in Barstool, you know, next quarter, uh, what yeah. Penn has to say about how they've, you know, kind of created synergy and, and built, the, built the team all together. Stock to Good watch call. number five is Genius Group, ticker GNS. And this, we like we said a little earlier, this is one we've been watching for a little while, both in terms of the stock price itself and in terms of what they're talking about and what they're doing about naked short selling. And shares were squeezed, potentially squeezed higher, uh, and about 40% were down, back down about 23%. So that was a fast move. Uh, but this was following some yeah. news. That the company approved a rather unique uh, and interesting thing. And we're going to kind of dive into it a little bit. So they approved a $10 per share blockchain-based digital discount coupon um, as part of prevention measures aimed at illegal trading in the stock. And now at first that might not sound totally coherent, but uh, (laughs) essentially what they're doing, we'll actually go through the steps, but essentially what they're doing is they are 
working with a blockchain powered stock exchange so that it tracks the shares to help uh, you know reduce the ability for naked short selling. So you have to you keep track of every, yeah. all the shares out there, you know, anonymously, I believe. But that way, you know, you know what shares are out there and what they're doing. It's a very interesting kind of roundabout way to do it. Um, step one in this is they're dual listing the Genius Group shares on Upstream. Um, so essentially they have, and you can check out the full press release. Uh, they have a relationship yeah. with another company that's uh, runs this additional exchange that tracks everything. Um, and they'll issue them on Upstream as well. Step two is the issuance of $10 NFT coupons per share to Genius Group shareholders. Now, you know, at current price level, six fifty. If they're giving you ten dollars a share in non coupons, you know, one heck of a deal. But the coupons are actually for Genius Group um, educational tools. So don't get too excited. But if you're planning mm -hmm. on using their products anyway, this is one heck of a deal. Um, so you'll get an NFT coupon per share, and then you redeem the, the NFT coupons for course discounts uh, through the Genius U EdTech platform. Uh, this is a very interesting way to do it. What What are your thoughts, Brenty? So Mike and I were were looking at this w before we recorded and uh, before we were recording, and we were like, "Okay, this is you know like a unique." I, I mean, effectively, they're creating a non fungible token. I don't know if you said that yet, Mike, but like effectively, they're creating trying to create an NFT here that people can redeem to get discounts on their courses. When I were looking at this, we were look, going through it and we, we spent like five minutes going through it and we're like, okay, I, this is this is cool and everything, but I don't really know how this addresses, uh, you know, like short selling attacks, quote, short selling attacks against the company. And we, we kind of dug in, into it a little bit further. And I think we got some good insight here. There's a quote from the company's CEO, Roger Hamilton, in the press release that, uh, again, encourage you to take a look at if you're interested in this. Our investors have traditionally been retail investors who began as our students and partners, and we have had a history of providing rewards to them to acknowledge their support with this $10 NFC coupon per share reward. Investors gain the additional benefit of participation in both Upstream's blockchain-powered stock exchange where shares can be individually verified, and there's kind of your key. The thing about naked short selling is that when naked short selling is institutions are going out there shorting the stock without hard evidence that there are shares out there to be shorted uh getting into short selling a little bit more in depth here really quick mike uh when you know you call your broker and you say hey i want to short a stock they have something called a street account and what the street account is is it's basically a place where uh, a bunch of shares are shared. Uh, a bunch of shares are stored for a broker to have access to. And like, if you want to short a stock, instead of you paying to short the stock, you call your broker. You say, "I want to short the stock." The broker goes out there in their street account and sells the shares that they already have. And then, when you want to close out your short, you go buy the shares. And instead of having to pay them money, you just give them the shares back that they they sold for you. And any difference is the profit there. Mm. And so getting back to naked shorting, what has happened a ton on Wall Street, it's happening every day, is that people are calling their brokers and saying, hey, I want to short shares of whatever. Shares get shorted. And then later we find out that, you know, the the breadcrumb trail wasn't there. Maybe this broker never had shares short too short 
but the sock still got shorted. This happens, folks, believe it or not. And so, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of a cool thing by Genius to, you know, get their investors into their services a little bit more. So I think it's about this thing with Upstream, which is a block powered chain exchange where it's using the blockchain to verify that shares are there so that, you know, naked short selling can't happen. That's pretty wild. Thank you. Think about that. explanation. That was fantastic. That was, (laughs) I love, I love when we have those moments where we can dive into a little, a little education and glean some wisdom from, from Brenty. It's like, this is, Oh my gosh. So good. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's those it's those little tidbits. It's those little tidbits. We want you to consider the ideas that we're suggesting as a trade or an investment for yourself. But we also want to, you know, educate and entertain. Uh, if you don't get an idea about something that you can trade or or buy, or trade or invest in, I guarantee you're going to get some really good education on the podcast each day. Exactly. That's going to wrap it up for us today. On this Thursday, we'll be back for Friday's edition of Benzinga's Daily Socks Watch Podcast. I hope everyone has been having a great week so far. I hope you're going to close it out strong with today and tomorrow. Good luck out there, folks, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have an awesome day, everyone. Catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.